This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello everyone again. And welcome to this edition of the Author You, your guide to book publishing podcast. And as always, I will share ahas and insights and tips to enhance and support you and your book publishing journey. Um, and I just want to remind all of you, if you're on Twitter, hey, connect with me on at my book shepherd. And if on Facebook, join my book publishing group to share your news or ask questions and shout outs. And you can always email me directly at judith at bryles.com. Well, I always love to share um, one of my quotes from my little book, Snappy Sassy Salty, Wise Words for Authors and Writers. And um, just to let you know, a brand new, hugely expanded edition will be available here within just a few weeks. As in, this book had 250 of my quotes. We are now jumping to a big 400, 400 of them. But today's quote, which I think is perfect, that ties in with our theme and our fabulous guest is this. Stuck? Need a wacky idea to get the creative juices going? Read the tabloid headlines. Weird things seed great ideas. And with that said, let me introduce you to our guest today. Um, she has not been with us before in the six years the show has been on, and I'm so thrilled she's with us today, and I hope to have her back again. Robin Samora is a marketing and PR expert. She is a small business owner for the last 20 years, and she's gained Buku experience, wisdom, insight, and knowledge to help you market yourself and your brain at just a fraction of what it usually costs. Her focus is to use the same PR and promotional strategies that the big boys use and personalize them to fit your needs and goals. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing during our hour with you today. So, Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Delighted to be here. All right. So um, I love, I, actually, I one of my very favorite headlines came from the National Enquirer a gazillion years ago. And I clipped it and I, I had it posted on a bulletin board in my office for almost two decades. And it was something like this. I gave birth in a snake infested tree. And <laughs> I, you know, I love headlines, and I know actually people who are headline writers can make buku dollars, and there's an art to it. And but you know, I also I'm wondering how in the hell did that woman with that big belly climb up that tree? And, you know, why were all those snakes there, and what in the heck happened when she gave birth? Anyway, so 
Um, it was a pull in for me and I think headlines are important. And I actually find myself uh, when I have a line at the grocery store and one of the tabloids is there. I will routinely pick it up looking at the headlines and for ideas that I might be able to use. Have you ever done that? Absolutely. And um, I think that the the headline writer is just trying to exactly what you said, get attention, get people to read, pay attention and see what the story is all about. And that's what's so important when you're writing any kind of a headline for a blog title or for an article or, uh, you know, for publicity to make sure that you get people's attention. And there are a few different ways that you can do that. Um, you can come up with your own ideas. You can look at, you know, what's trending. Uh, grocery line stores, I do that all the time. Um, we were taught that way back in the day. And also, you know, sometimes you can even uh, put your title or your ideas through a headline analyzer. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a huge believer in doing that, by the way. I do that with all my authors that I work with. But I, I know that, you know, one of your specialties is really writing that kind of comprehensive marketing and publicity plan that authors, I believe, need, and um, and 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 start learning how to do this. So do it with everything you do. It's like I tell authors, you know, you really should think about writing a proposal for your book. And the response, but I'm not going to work with an agent. I'm not planning on selling it to or attempting to sell it to a New York type house. And I said, it doesn't matter. It's a roadmap. It's a roadmap and a guide plan for you. So in, in the work you've done, Robin, with authors over the years, what are some of the mistakes they make with publicity and, and marketing in general? Well, first of all, people don't have enough confidence in themselves. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say that's pretty much important, that they have a lot of self-doubt, that they don't plan ahead. Just as you were saying, Judith, people need a plan, not just to execute, but to also get clarity about uh, what they're doing, where they are now, and where they want to go. So that's critical as far as planning this roadmap for yourself. Now, you can do it yourself. It's good to have other people that are also involved in the project because we're talking about, you know, what do you want your book to accomplish? Are you, for example, an expert who just wants to have a book to gain credibility? Are you looking to, um, you know, sell a million copies? Is it a stepping stone to get uh, speaking engagements or bigger gigs or more money? Is it a giveaway that you're going to have when you go to a networking event? A book, as you know, um, not only builds credibility, but also reinforces your expert um, brand authority and what you're an expert in. Well, you know, the, the phrase that you just threw out, brand authority, I hear that a lot. I, you know, I hear that a lot. Um, I'm all about, I've been doing rebranding. Uh, this is my year, the power of re, I declared. And it was re-looking, re-morphing, rethinking, recreative, repurposing, rebranding, etc. cetera. Um, and, and when you're doing that brand authority, give me a, give us all your definition as a marketing expert, PR expert. Of what it means uh, to build brand authority? Well, brand authority has to... Um, do with um, 
knowing who you are, knowing who your audience is, and um, being able to share your message in a way um, across all kinds of platforms. Now, you don't have to be on every social platform, but to your target audience, to your colleagues, to your vendors, to the media, who you are, what you do, what problems you solve, and so that they pay attention because you have to be consistent with your communication, whether it's blog writing or you're doing podcasting or you're speaking. Uh, everything that you do has to be consistent, on tone, um, in your voice, and uh, promoting your expertise, which is what I've been doing for over 20 years. And speaking of rebranding, myself, Judith, I did it about Spot three or four years ago, maybe. And what a difference. I mean, we're through our, not to use a, a book term, but I will, we're the same book, different chapter. And we uh, transform, you know, every few years. Our website might be, you know, we're always ahead of our website anyway, because you can't change your website every single day. But rebranding is also um, something that's important as you uh elevate your own brand and as you become more confident in yourself and as you switch or transform or go in a different direction um, it's mm -hmm. just part of the whole growth process mm -hmm. well I'm going to add this for everybody that because it's when branding also refers to what images that you're used to and or you're using and I think what's really important Robin is there's a, a consistency here um, that they're you know, they're not 20-year-old pictures. They look like exactly. you. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> exactly. It's like going on a match.com date and, um, you know, seeing someone that you think is going to be your date and it's a picture from 20 years ago and you just turn around and walk out. I mean, you want to be current. You want to be relevant. One of the most interesting things that happened to me, I was in Canada and I was sitting at a table and someone said, oh, I recognize you. You look just like your picture. And I said, that's great. That's exactly what I want. And and I agree with you. Um, and so for all of you, you need to all check out what your social media picture looks like. Is it you or is it a fantasy? And, and I think it's really important that you have this consistently. And I'm sure, Robin, you're, you're, you're thinking of also your colors. Um, and I also think of this thing is the consistency of what it is, if you're talking about the platforms and the, so it, whatever you're on, it, it is consistent on all of them. So you don't mix it all up and confuse people, which That's I see exactly a lot. exactly right. So when we write, for example, marketing and PR plans for authors or experts or consultants, um, we what we do, one of the things we do is that we look at, we do a whole uh, search on the Internet of all the different places someone might show up. And it is amazing to see all the different profile descriptions, photos, things from the past you completely forgot about. Some people are unalignable from 10 years ago with something completely irrelevant. So when people do a search for you or for your keyword search or for your name or for your book, you want to make sure that everything is in order. It's not really that hard to do once you uh, decide, you know, what are the photos you're going to use? What are the keywords you're going to use? What is your description, your short bio, your long bio, your social bio? 
All those things have to be in tone with who you are, what you do, and what you're consistently telling your audience and how you're able to solve their problems. All right. So with that said, we're going to take our first break. But one of the things that Robin just really kissed on was really, who are you? What are you? What are you portraying? And, and that's just so essential. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at AuthorU.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, with me is Robin Samora. She's a marketing and PR expert and literally a top 20 small business marketing blogger. She teaches authors, experts, and other small businesses. And by the way, that's all we authors. We are usually small business owners. How to rev up your brand both online and offline. So if you want to know more about Robin, you know, check out her website. It's robinsamora.com. And it's R-O-B-I-N-S-A-M-O-R-A. So... Robin, I want to circle back here for a sec um, and that and kiss on the publicity stuff because the marketing is essential, how you get yourself out there. But the question of always is why comes up. Why should the marketing or the, or the, the media uh, pay attention to you marketing, to you as an expert, to you as an author? Why? 
Well, there's a few reasons. Let's start with the obvious, that the media needs something to write about or report about. <laughs> so um, that's important. The media also wants to, uh, depending on who their audience is, the media wants to uh, make their audience happy and um, hook them up or uh, give valuable information to their readers because that's what's it all about. Um, their readers are their viewers. Um, another thing the media, um, why it's important to get uh, media attention and why should the media pay attention, <clears throat> excuse me, is because um, they, it's something that, um, that they need to keep current and they need to bring new talent in all the time, a new expert in all the time. So they want to pay attention to people that know what they're talking about people that are making a difference, they want to pay attention to what's current, and also be able to serve their audience at the same time. So if you have all of that together and you position it in a way when you're going to be pitching the media, um, then it's a perfect um, then it's a perfect factor there. Mm -hmm. All right. So one of the things I've used the phrase a lot, there's a whole book on, on this term called newsjacking, storyjacking. Mm -hmm. Um, anything jacking here <laughs> that you could do. So do you have some tips how to really milk that uh, for an author from, and from whether how to pitch, when to pitch, um, how often do you pitch, when do you follow up or do you bother? Uh, do you do it on the phone? Do you do it in the email? Do you do it uh, snail mail? Um, what's your thoughts? Sure. So newsjacking is basically taking a current event and tying it into your brand, your story, what you believe in. So newsjacking could be, oh, for I'll give you like some funny newsjacking. So there was a while back, um, newsjacking was when um, a company put in an ad for Brad Pitt becoming um, single. And it was for an airline and to fly to Los Angeles. Um, newsjacking could be um, when there was a um, Kentucky, there was a, um, I think it was Kentucky Fried Chicken crisis in England. And the competitor put out a big um, campaign on Twitter and in social media about, you know, come and get some free chicken. You know, we're not contaminated, whatever. <laughs> but also, <laughs> well, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So newsjacking can be, for example, um, something that has happened. Say, let's say, um, I'm trying to give, give me an example and I'll give you uh, 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 an example of what oh, my, what my Absolutely. Do. You know, as we're taping this, there is major chaos going on in Europe. There is yep. a war going on yep. that is yep. very... In my opinion, uh, I have I have strong opinions on this, but very um, lopsided. Um, okay. How it all all this all got started and why? Who knows? Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. so let's let's talk about chaos, conflict, etc. I mean that would be part of it, but what else? Okay. We, could we okay. Do? So, for example, um, when um, everything was coming out between Russia and Ukraine, first of all, there's a lot of social 
um, social media disinformation. A lot of images were not correct. Um, social media experts could be writing about it and uh, how it's important to make sure, you know, that the facts are all correct and don't trust everything that you read. Um, a historian could get uh, could get involved in newsjacking or an expert on international affairs or uh, someone that was, for example, from Ukraine but uh, had a business here in the States and how it affects their business, how it affects the community um, here in the United States. So in other words, you're just taking uh, an event, a current event that happened, and then you're applying your, you're putting yourself in it or your brand in it and giving an opinion. Now, the opinion can be, um, can be uh, pro or con because there's nothing wrong with being a contrarian either. So um, as far as the timing for newsjacking and uh, David Merritt Scott, um, who's a real amazing PR mm -hmm. guru, he coined that term. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, you want to do the newsjacking, you know, like before 48 hours. So there's like a certain time period. You you want to get it while it's hot, not while it's over. So it's important that you time it. Now, a lot of people think that it's a little bit hard to do or they feel uncomfortable with it, but you just have to practice, just like you have to practice pitching the media. Um, and once a once you have established a relationship, with the media or certain re reporters, like you can't be friends with everybody, but if you are uh, have a relationship with reporters that cover your industry or your expertise, that's really important. Mm -hmm. I, I think that um, being able to tap into any of this kind of thing, I mean, it was like, did you remember the story a long time ago where the toddler fell into the gorilla pit? I don't, but tell me about it. Uh, okay, so there, it, the family was at the zoo. Uh, a yep. little one, you know, under the age of two, under the age of two, escaped as little ones do, and yes, do. Fell, fell into the gorilla pit. Um, and that the uh, zookeepers eventually um, uh, terminated the gorilla. Um, who was fondling the child, who was tossing the child around, who was doing a variety of things. But if you were an author of a book on parenting, if you were an yeah. author of, or an expert or, a, or, or you know, um, uh, travel um, or national parks or even zoos or anything that would or animals, wild animals. Um, anything that would come into that, you could pitch yourself immediately, and, and, you're, and you're so right. You, you got to do it fast. So, so you got to do it the, fast, but you also have to feel confident in yourself and in your material. So I'm oh, always oh, absolutely, I, I always, absolutely right. So I want everybody to know that as long as you feel confident, your website looks great. Um, that you have some social platform doesn't you don't need a million followers. Remember, you only have to be on a couple of platforms that you're really um, involved and engaged with. Um, and that's exactly with your story. I mean, child care, you know, parenting, um, wildlife. And then you can blog about it. You can share about it. 
and it just um, ties, it aligns you with something that's going on in the news at the time, and also at the same time aligns you as an expert to be able to comment on it. Mm-hmm. And and so that's something where you could do uh, continuing with our our uh, tragic is a tragic story. The, the the little boy was okay, but that um, I mean you have all these all these visitors are watching this thing unfold. Um, I Horrible. mean, in, uh, horrifying. It was horrifying to see this going on. And but what you could do if you were a child care. Or, or any of those things you could tap onto, you could pitch immediately to a media saying, you know, this is what my expertise, I have three tips that every parent should use when traveling with a small child in visiting unfamiliar places. And you you have to start doing that. And And Robin, you are absolutely so right on that you better have your infrastructure in place, which is that website, which is your social media. So it makes it look like, because they will check you out, that you know what you're talking about. The media checks you out. They don't, first of all, the journalists today, media today are super busy. They have more than they can handle. Um, They do everything, almost, almost everything by email. I would say there are, uh, there are certain cases when people will call you, especially if you've developed a relationship where you're a resource because then they can call you 24 seven. Um, and that's, you know, if you want to be a resource, you better be available 24 seven. Um, but mm-hmm. absolutely totally agree with you. Oh, I, you know, I loved you said that I've had some of the best media interviews at two in the morning, <laughs> some, of the, <laughs> some of the best because, and this is radio I'm talking about, um, but that, you know, you have a longer time, the, the bandwidth and the airways are so much uh, more far reaching because other channels have shut down that you could have unbelievable exposure. So I'm, I'm just throwing that for all, out to all of you that don't forget about traditional radio media because it could be very very strong in your favor, especially right. depending and on you have, topics. You have, uh, and you have four kinds of media, right? So you have mm-hmm. your traditional mm-hmm. media, you have your social media, you have your um, you have your earned media, which is, you know, press, and then you have your own media. That's what we're talking about as far as making sure your infrastructure is all um, under control and looking really great. Your own media, nobody can take that away from you. They can shut you down on Facebook. They could shut mm-hmm. you down on Instagram. They can shut you down on YouTube, but they can't shut you down um, on your own media unless you have, you know, some blogspot.com, dot this, dot that, dot this. So you have to own your own URL. No matter what, you have to own your own URL and pay your bill so that you make sure you'll never go down. <laughs> yes, people, pay your bill. So <laughs> because you can be cut off and all of a sudden people are going to get the dreaded 404 when they go to your yeah, website. Yeah, that is a big dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely you don't want that. And you can, you know, I'm also a, re, uh, so I'll tell you, Judith, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a recovering perfectionist. So uh, ah. for years, I was always trying to do something, you know, everything perfect. You know, I live by the 80-20 rule, just like, you know, exercising or eating. Mm-hmm. 80% of the time, B is the best that you can be. 20% of the time, you just got to let it go and do, you know, you know, do your job. But, you know, you can't freak out all the time if something isn't right or 
there's a, the email didn't go out the right way or, you know. And it happens. And it happens. Yep. Okay, we're going to take a, one more break we're with Robin Samora. And I am so glad she's a recovered perfectionist. <laughs> This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Today is all about um, taking, well, publicity, your PR, your branding, your positioning, which all incorporates under these this thing called the um, the marketing umbrella. With this is Robin Samora, who is a marketing and PR expert, and um, and we're going through a few of the things we you know we talked about a little bit. How, why should the media pay attention? Because you know what, it's you, and and you have information to share, and and we talked about branding a little bit. But you know, and, and I wanted to ask Robin, do you have some um, um, tips? Uh, tricks, strategies that an author should use to maybe claim their spot as the expert, not just another expert, but the expert? Well, to claim your spot as an expert, the first thing that you have to do is um, say, you know, I'm an expert and (laughs) I'm an expert and I have all the qualifications to speak on a topic. A long time ago, I had a coach that said to me, you know, Robin, you're an expert if you know more than 10 people on the street. And so I'd say, well, I definitely (laughs) probably know more than 20,000 on the street. So that's a fact. But you have to claim your spot as an expert. And you have to write. And you have to uh, portray that expertise in everything that you do. So that would be the look, the feel, the voice, the messaging, um, the way you show up online, the way you show up offline, when someone meets you in person, when someone sees you on a webinar, 
when someone sees you on the stage, when someone reads about you in the paper, in the paper, or you know, uh, listens to you on a podcast. Everything has to just um, communicate this expertise in what you do, and also that you're professional and that you're believable, because it's all about. Also, as you know, too, that's more than anybody building like, no trust and believability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I've always told people about, you know, we've talked about websites here a bit, but one of the uh, your website has a, a couple of purposes. One, it should it should have content that whoever your ideal target market is, your ideal reader um, that you're trying to attract, that you've got content there. But it's and then it's to me, it's also you have to have a portal to collect emails, some vehicle to do that. And then the third part is the trust word. It's got to vomit that you are trustworthy um, with the information (laughs) that you share and you put out. I mean, that's the way I think of those things, that those three elements and, and that ties in just exactly with what you said about uh, claiming your expertise. I think you got to start, you got to claim it <laughs> right away. I mean, if you don't believe it, who's going to believe it? Mm-hmm. You can't fake it. You can't, it will, as far as fake it till you make it, maybe when you just start out, but then you got to get over it really fast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Robert, you have a phrase, which I loved, um, that this is, if, if we get, we need, if we're an expert, um, and you refer to, well, if you know more than 10 people on the street, someone told you a zillion years ago uh, that, okay, you're there. You have something that you call that when you write your bo- you write your blog for an audience of two. What do you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we write our blogs, um, we don't only write for uh, one viewer. We want to write, of course, in the style that we write. We're writing for our perfect viewer. But we also are the perfect reader. But we're also writing for Google. And what do I mean by Ah. that? Well, everybody needs to definitely know what their keywords are. And honestly, I have a guide on Fiverr that's inexpensive and fabulous. And no matter what, you have to use your keywords. So your keywords, you're going to pepper into your blog and everything that you do on your website to make sure that you're um, that you're going to be discovered. Now, I have never done any advertising. Never, never, never. I've maybe had my blog for seven, six, seven years. I can't even remember. But I blog consistently, um, and I'm writing, and that gives you authority. And as you send out weekly blogs, and you're doing different things, and you're promoting yourself online. Google is paying attention. Another thing, as you know, Judith, is that YouTube is so important because uh, Google owns YouTube. So a lot of people don't even um, pay attention to the video description on their YouTube descriptions. I mean, there's 5,000 characters. So you can write about what your video is about. You can put call to actions. You can put follow me on social media. You can put anything in there. So as far as Google's concerned, you know, in the blog writing, I, I diverted a little bit, but basically you're writing for your audience, but always you're writing for Google. You can't do it in a way that's fake. You want to do it in a way that's conversational. 
Or you can even have it like when you write your description on your website, for example. Just make sure that you're using keywords in a way that makes sense, that's not keyword stuffing, but little by little by little by little, you can be able to um, make sure that's another way that you're going to gain organic ranking. Because a lot of people don't want to spend money. My passion is no-cost, low-cost marketing and PR, and I definitely think that you don't need a million bucks to build your brand um, or build your business. I love the phrase low cost, no cost. And I think a lot of authors will resonate um, with with that totally. And, and I have to re- tell you, you know, remind all of you, Robin has been using the word authority. You know, the word author is part of authority. And I think mm. that's where we <laughs> just just. Just saying out loud here, Robin. Um, that well, that's, that's exactly right. That's a perfect. That's a perfect route. Exactly. Yeah, that that you've got to come in, and that for all of you, understand Google is very hungry, and you have mm. to feed it. It's like the little shop of horrors. Feed me, feed me. So Audrey, the flower needed to be fed. Google is Audrey. Um, out there and it has to be fed constantly so for those of you who maybe put out a blog once a month you know what that's not even an appetizer that you've got to keep feeding google all the time all the time so robin what when do you uh, do you have a certain day of the week that you put your new blogs out on uh, typically Thursday. It used to be Tuesday, um, and then I switched over to Thursday because I was traveling, and then I just started mm-hmm. Thursday. <laughs> I mean, I live a life. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a marketing expert, but I live a life, too, and I travel and I work remotely, so it all works out. You know, you have to understand that you're a person. You can do so much. You have a team. They can do so much, and it's all really where you are now and where you want to go because... Um, I think that's event, That's really what you want to look at. Where do you want to go with what you're doing? So you don't have to be on every social platform. You don't have no. to be, you know, writing five blogs a week. Um, you know, some people like you or me might be more uh, might be more assertive with um, the communication um, that we, uh, you know, would send out, but. You know, once a month, you're absolutely right. Definitely not. Another thing I did want to mention, though, that's often so underrated and one of the best publicity tools is what is known as Google My Business, or now called Google Business Profile. Because on that, when somebody is uh, looking you up or searching on Google, they will come up, you know, you can, as, as you feed, you can input data into Google, I'll call it Google My Business, for example press releases and images and social media graphics. You can put your hours, you can write your own frequently asked questions. All of this also helps raise your organic ranking. Everything that you post, everything that people write about you, everything, every place where you promote an event, as long as you're having it online and you're uploading on a regular, consistent basis, all of this together, it's like pieces of a puzzle that that go together to um, make a beautiful picture. And that's um, something that I'm recommending for everybody. And it's no cost, low cost. I mean, sure, you can have you can have somebody help you, a part-time assistant, a virtual assistant, you know, either here or abroad or wherever. But most importantly, you want to just 
share information about who you are, what you do, your brand, what you're up to, what you believe in, who you're helping, and success stories, you know, earned media links. Those are important, too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, I am so glad you mentioned the Google My Business. I, I'm actually doing a, a workshop this weekend on 20 marketing tips, and that is one of them on there. Nice. And, and that I am amazed how so few really are tuned into it. I'm amazed that they don't realize it. I mean, it, it fits your profile, low cost, no cost, you know, low <laughs> and, and going in there, I don't think people realize the, the breadth of what they can post on it. Um, I don't, I, and I don't know what the character uh, length is, but putting those new press releases that, that you have or anything that's going on, uh, crossing over and dropping your blog in, um, to do that, all of those things, it goes back to what we were just talking about a few minutes ago. Google is very hungry. Um, and exactly. Them- and videos, too. And as you know, videos are like so important because they people love videos. They love to watch videos. You know, you want to subtitle your videos if you if you're able to. But people love videos. It's, you know, 87% of marketers or more and more every year are using video as a way to communicate and to connect with their audience only because they see you. They see what you look like. They get a sense of you. And then they have then they can uh, form an idea. Do they do they like you? Do they want to work with you? Are you? You know, do they want to, you know, does somebody want to buy your book because, you know, you're interesting or you know a lot? It's just. There's so many things you can do for practically free, Judith. It's you're right. Your mind it's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. And I and I and I do think I, I want to spend more in our final segment also on other free related ideas. But um be, be, before we jump into that, I want to loop back to the blogging, how important that is. And and just um, to share with all of you a little trick that I do is that as soon as I've written a blog and I my blog goes out on Tuesday. And as soon as I've written it, that I, I have four areas. I have a title. I have a short description. I have a, a tags and categories. And I have a keywords for the SEO. So when I do that, I immediately go up to t- title. I account how many characters because the Google cuts off on certain things. So I always make sure my titles are less than 60 characters. For my description, I always make sure it's less than 160 characters. Again, the Google will cut it off um, on that. So that I type, you have a keyword in it, describing it, and then your tags. It could be, you know, you're tagging anyone. It could be include yourself. Um, and those are our, our key areas. And then the fourth would be the SEO, all those keywords. And I've just gotten to have it, Robin. I always do that. So my VAs can just literally, they drop it into our format and they know exactly copy, paste, copy, paste. And I take charge of that. We're going to be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Oh, what a night. 
Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hi, with me for this hour is Robin Samora. You can find her at Robin Samora, and that is spelled S-A-M-O-R-A.com. You can also email her directly, Robin at RobinSamora.com. And that her expertise is really marketing and PR, and she specializes in writing comprehensive marketing and publicity plans so you, dear author, can follow detailed roadmap on what to do, when to do it, and why you should do it. What's the result? You get more credibility, you're gonna stand out, and hopefully bring attention and business to you, which I like all those things. So Robin, we were talking about um, uh, the variety of things because we're, we're, we're waffling between PR and marketing, and they all go together. PR is part of marketing. And that I would love to have you identify very quickly, today is today, um, where should, whether you're a newbie or someone who's, you know, been out here for a while, what should we be doing? Okay. Well, newbies and, um, experienced authors, um, should definitely, of course, have a website that is, um, amazing. Amazing not in that it has to be a hundred pages long. It has to tell your story, who you are, 
what you're doing, what you believe in. It has to have uh, contact information. It, I definitely believe in blogging for authors, absolutely. And this website should establish your expertise. Secondly, you need some kind of social media presence. It doesn't have to be on every single platform. I've said that before. And it's great to also have some video. So I think that's important. Um, when we're looking um, for creating, like, say, for example, a digital PR strategy, I think you wanted to talk about that, didn't you, Judith? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Oh, okay, great. So creating a digital PR strategy isn't super complicated. We're not, um, you know, we're not building rockets here. You know, you're not, you don't have to be a rocket science to do it. We have to follow a plan. So I like organic PR. I don't think that you just, I mean, you can get a publicist if you want from, you know, for three to $6,000 a month. If that's something that you're looking to do, that's fine. And I, I certainly honor that. And if you're super busy and you have the money, go for it. That's a great idea. But you can also do your own PR. So what are the things that you might do? Well, first of all, I think that as far as social media and really important, and not a lot of people do, is to connect with high-profile partners and influencers because they're the people that might – and reporters, and they're the people that would be – you can find them on a site like buzzsumo.com. Um, you want to definitely uh, take a look at that. There's a free one-month trial. I love BuzzSumo because you're able to see what's trending, who's writing in your industry, uh, who the influences are. You know, digital PR could be uh, guests doing a guest post uh, on a blog. Um, it helps you gain uh, backlinks and awareness. You know, you could be a guest on someone's podcast. You're writing articles and you can syndicate your content. You know, and then repurposing all of this as part of your digital PR strategy. So you can turn blogs into articles, into social media content. You can take podcasts and you can make podcasts um, into um, something you can put on to um, YouTube, for example. You can take your expertise and kind of uh, package it and make it a freebie so that it's your own media content. You can change that up and you can, you know, have it for someone that, you know, comes to your website as a gift in exchange for um, an email address, you know, taking videos, adapting content, making graphics, um, so many different things that, that we're able to do. Because what you're really trying to do is just, again, tell the world who you are and show your expertise. Which is what you want to do. You know, that's what the, the PR side is all about that you become the go-to, go-to fill-in-the-blank for whatever it is um, in that area. So in your, um, on your website, there's always the, you know, the mandatory tabs. Are there certain things that you like to see that maybe will be lacking on a lot of websites that you come across, Robin? Well, of course, is, um, you know, and it's different. Some people like to put... Um, keywords on their tab, which is interesting. Um, hmm. Some people, you know, have a home about services, uh, you know, contact, blog. I like to see um, if people have been in the media. I love to see uh, a media a media room or media. Um, I like to see uh, photos. I love to see video. 
I love to see um, blogs. I love to see that you have a, uh, uh, just a wealth or you are a wealth of information and you write a wealth of information. So even, for example, if you're a newbie and you just start blogging, make sure you have six blogs up before you really, you know, um, uh, launch your website. So you want to make sure that you have content and that you're consistent in what you do. Because they'll check you out, you know, so you, yeah. you what you say, everybody you, checks you out. Everybody, everybody does. Out. So, so for those of you who are developing new websites, um, her tip about giving you having six blogs, um, that, and, and so I think, but you're going, where am I going to get this from? For heaven's sakes, your writers open up a chapter you're working on. Take your magic finger and point to a couple of paragraphs. Lift them, create an Oriole blog, do an opening. You've got your content. What what's this about? You know your your couple of paragraphs, and then a some kind of a CTA, a call to action. That's the Oriole cookie approach, Robin, to get it going so you have something to show, and then and then add a great image, um, and and start developing a brand around your blog so there is a constant look to it. You know, I think that's a good idea too. Right, and we can't. And as far as images, you know, there's so many different uh, resources that are available for free images as well. Um, you want to make sure that you know that you're doing your uh, alt text tags on there. But in addition, like AppSumo.com, for example. Has oh, I love special... I love the Sumos. The Sumos, the AppSumo. Yeah, is they're great. One right? of the greatest so sites. AppSumo is where you can buy all these different apps or just get different deals. And for example, I use Deposit Photos for my photos. Uh, you know, on in, in a regular basis, you know, they might be, you know, a dollar an image. But sometimes, you know, you find a special and they're way, way, way cheap. And you can, you know, buy 200 for, I don't know, $80, $100, I don't know, whatever. But there's so many opportunities for you to free and low-cost tools. And images are super important. And you don't have to have cheesy ones. Yeah, you can do trials for, you know, more expensive ones, too. Um, you just have to make sure you write the date in your calendar so that, you know, you won't get charged whatever the monthly fee is coming up. There's a lot of tricks. I say it's all above board. It's just being creative and resourceful and thinking about as you uh, put together your blogs and your images, what, who you really are and is this the right thing for you? And then using Canva, for example, and personalizing it or putting your a brand overlay on it or your logo on it or taking a, a, an image and, and making it, uh, putting a blog title on there and then putting that up with your blog as well. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, let me just throw this out to everyone. I mean, a lot of people think, what am I going to write about? I gave you an idea. But um, in early April of, of this year, 2022, I, I did a blog. It was called something like this, Author Ideas for Creating Blogs for a Year Plus. For a year plus. I give you 60 ideas for blogs, everybody. So <laughs> go and read it. Print it out. Use it as a guide map. I mean, this is what we're doing, talking about today, guide map for your marketing and PR. That came because I kept getting asked, where do you get all your ideas? So I decided to share them (laughs) with people. Fabulous idea. Content calendar. Content calendar. Editorial calendar. That's what it's all about. 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, Robin, we only have a couple of minutes and you and I were talking offline about grants, grants for small businesses. Remember, I said earlier, everyone, that you all are, um, you know, small businesses, authordom, running a little publishing company, small business. So what, what can you add there? In a couple of minutes. Sure. So I have become fascinated with small business grants lately. And the mm -hmm. reason is because I've gotten a boatload of money from different grants. In my particular state, I'm in Massachusetts, uh, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. But there are all kinds of grants that you can get for hiring someone, for example. Um, there are grants that you can get for um, uh, taking your expertise and putting it into a training program and then offering the training program, for example, to uh, sell it to someone and then uh, you get paid and they get full reimbursement. I just want to say be open to the possibility of looking at small business grants as an opportunity to really take advantage of no-cost, low-cost marketing and research. And one of the best resources, Judith, I, I tell you, the best resources is your local library. So you want to find a library that has a professional database of grants, small business grants. You can do it for your state. I'm not talking about writing grants, although there are a lot of people. I just got off the phone uh, about uh, an hour ago with someone who was writing grants. But I say there are grant established grants out there, and I want you to think about that. Go to a regional library, or like there's one in my area, the library, the librarians are worth their weight in gold. I mean, oh, absolutely. Send, yeah, yeah it's crazy. So check out those small business grants. See how you can um, uh, put them into you, how you can incorporate them into your business. Because if you have training or you can make training or video or teach someone something, people will want to buy it. And then then you get paid and then they get their money back. I mean, it's the best secret in town. Okay, so, and we're going to close on the best secret in town. Librarians, a great librarian is worth their weight many times over in gold. And a lot of times they know tricks that Google doesn't. So with that, Robin, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. And please reach out to anybody if you'd like some information or if I can answer some questions. All right. Thank you all for being with us. And we'll be with you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.